Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. All right. Party time. Party every great happy mm-hmm. movie my girl likes to party all the time as as edward murphy said hello everyone <laughs> my name is david bell uh my name is tom ryman and we just watched possessor possessor i barely know her oh oh fuck oh, oh! <laughs> you have a very special nature one we've worked hard together to unlock we're having a great time we're we're Uh, we're, man we're all the way in yeah uh yeah we're 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 we got the thing over our face and Mm -hmm. we're we're ready to stab somebody Mm mm-hmm this is uh, ready to murder uh, somebody way more brutally than they need to be. Yeah, way more brutally. This is a a, a movie by a one I believe Brandon Brandon, Brandon Cronenberg. Cronenberg. We talked about it on Hypecast. It's available <clears throat> for rent right now for like six bucks. Yep. Um, it is yes, the son of David Cronenberg, and in his it first movie shows. Yes, it is stars Mandy. <clears throat> It does, yeah. Uh, Andrea Riesborough, I think is her name. Something like yeah. that. Uh, Sean Bean's in there. Sean her, Bean. There's a uh, there's a Sutherland in there. There is? Yeah, her husband's a Sutherland. No shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a woman <clears throat> who is... <clears throat> it's, it's like a fucking Nolan plot, Christopher Nolan. Although, it's also like a Cronenberg plot. It's more like a Cronenberg pro- plot. Yeah, it's <laughs> about um, <clears throat> like a... A group of assassins, mainly this woman whose job is to get in this machine and they put a chip, they knock out a person and they put a chip in their brain and that enables her to take over a person to possess them. Mm -hmm. And the way they do the assassinations is they simply have that person kill somebody else and then kill themselves. Yes. A nice clean murder suicide. Yep. Uh, They're basically incepting people to commit murders for them. Yeah. Tom, what did you think of this film? Okay, this is... Hmm. I wonder if this is going to be a controversial opinion. Um, I've mostly enjoyed this movie. I thought it it looks incredible. It's a really interesting idea. It's extremely Cronenberg. Yes. Um, So it's good that we got another one because, you know, David Cronenberg's getting old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad there's a new... There's a changing of the guard here. Um... All of that aside, I found long stretches of this movie very hard to pay attention to. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, and it could be, uh, full disclosure, I slept for about an hour last night. (laughs) And this is kind of, I wouldn't call this a slow burn, but it's it's about an hour and 45 minutes, and it's a real... it opens with a lady stabbing a dude stabbing a million Stabbing a guy times. into the next world, man. Yeah. Holy shit, she stabs his ass completely off his body. Um, I wouldn't call it a slow burn. It's just a very simple story. Yeah, it, it's, it's very simple, and it's also extremely high concept. Yeah. Um, and they do, 
a lot of really visually cool things to show. Because um, the basic plot is in her current contract, she's supposed to take out Sean Bean and Sean Bean's daughter uh, so that Sean Bean's stepson will inherit this massive media uh, data mining conglomerate that Sean Bean runs. Um, but she gets stuck in the guy that she's possessing and they are fighting each other for dominance of the body. And they do some really visually very cool things to show that. Oh, yeah. Um, There's also the side story. How we introduce this character Mm -hmm. is she... um I should look up her name. What's her What's her handler's name? It had a he, uh, she had a really unique name. Her handler's um, name is Gerder. Gerder, yeah. It's uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes, it sure is. Yeah, she's uh um, she's making a killing lately. Like she's yeah. Like, like we suddenly remembered that she was really good as a bad guy in single white female. So we're like, well, let's mm-hmm. let's cast her as bad guys in a bunch of movies. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> it works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, that's not the character. Um. Uh, Tasia. Tasia is the main lady. That's Andrea Reesborough. Yeah. That's Mandy. Yeah, Tasia Voss. Mm-hmm. Her um. It's so a we see that Cronenberg is shit name. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it's too Cronenberg. It's yeah, too and Cronenberg. Jennifer Jason Lee is basically her character in Annihilation. Essentially, uh, yeah, she's more yeah. she's more playful. Yeah, that's true. Like she does more girlish things. Uh, it meaning like a little girl. Whereas in, a, in, right. I, in Annihilation, she is just stone cold, like completely right. unemotional. So we see this process where uh, she, she, it opens with, yeah, her doing like finishing a job and it's clearly they didn't pay as much as the Sean Bean one because she just assumes a waitress. Mm-hmm. And then stabs the shit out of a guy. Right. And when she <laughs> stab, can't stress enough, stabs his very ass off. Like yeah. it is. <laughs> and there, and when she gets out, they're like, "You could have just shot him." Yeah, we you know? gave like, you a gun, and she- <laughs> yeah. And so we realize this woman. There's something she's breaking. Already off. Yeah, like she's they're breaking. they're demonstrating to us that they do this like sort of decompression or decontamination test where they show her a box full of items some of which are her actual personal items and some of which are just uh, uh, control groups, essentially, like to th- mm-hmm. thrown in to like, test her, and she has to identify what each one is in order to sort of get her back into her own mind. And, of course, a very important moment there, they show her a butterfly, mm-hmm. and she says, this was mine. I killed it as a little girl. I remember feeling bad about it. And I still feel bad about it. And I still feel bad about it, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so... So she has a family. She has a kid mm-hmm. and a husband that don't see her much. They're estranged. Um, I don't know. They're, 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 yeah, yeah, I don't know if they're... Uh, and so she goes to visit them, and you can tell she like wants it to work. Right, but before uh, she goes in, she's rehearsing what to say to them. Yes. Um, like, she's, fi- she's finding it... It's clear she's finding it very, very hard to maintain her empathy. Yes. Um, uh, she has to rehearse her lines with her son and her husband. They show them having sex later, and she's just laying there, staring off into the distance. Mm-hmm. Like, and part, yeah, and part of her job is she she doesn't just possess their bodies. It's like mystique, where you think about how you have to like act like the person. No, too. yeah, they they spend like several days studying the person, and she gets a bunch of information uh, about them and watches them, and it's like it's like um. An NFL coach watching game footage like she has to sit yeah. there and like rehearse how this person speaks and what their different relationships are. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then she she visits the family and then she's like, oh, I got to do a job. 
she leaves, she possesses this guy. And I think this is where I would identify the film you could argue would drag. I didn't, I think it also, you might be a little sleep deprived. Like I remember watching the departed when I hadn't slept and I accidentally fell asleep during it. And so like, and that, that movie rocks. So like, (laughs) yeah, I I think it's a combination because it does drag a little because they spend a little too much time. And I, they spend too much. Say, they spend a little too much time in his life. I feel like, but again, I, again, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is too much. Time. Take my comment on that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I don't. All right, I I do not think it's too much time. Okay. I just think it's uh, it's it's where it slows down a little it, because yeah. what what we're realizing. I mean, if we haven't realized it already, she's not the protagonist. She's not the good guy. Uh, she's the protagonist, but she's not necessarily, she's not not the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. She is the protagonist. He's the antagonist. Yes. Uh, Yeah. He's, he's pushing back against her. Yeah. Yeah. And he also is the cause of her arc, but, uh, it's, uh, clear that we don't know. We know that Sean Bean, his company is shitty. It's a shitty company. It's a data. Like, yeah, we see that this guy's job who she's possessing is to watch people's webcam footage uh that they're hacking into to identify the products they have in their home right uh so that they can target them for uh, you know it's data mining it's a data mining company they sell this information (laughs) but i think it does become clear that it's like they don't deserve to be killed this brutally especially the daughter they don't really show her as an evil person no no and she she even several times comments on the fact that her dad sucks yeah. And so the idea is this guy, we get into the life because we start just learning about this guy. He's dating the daughter of the boss of the company. He, the boss gave him a job, like a shitty little job to like the lowest level job in the company. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, and then he's like, they have like kind of an open relationship and he's sleeping with the other friends. Uh, yeah. And so this is where it slows down a little cause we're exploring their life a little bit and mm. their relationship. Uh, but I, I get that it's the idea she has to put Mandy, I'm going to call her Mandy has to, uh, stay with this guy for a little bit in order to make it seem like a smooth transition into him, uh, murder suiciding Mm -hmm. these people. And I get that that's important to what the movie's ultimately about is her losing her identity and her empathy as a human being. Right. And the the main guy she's possessing, we also don't know if he's a a bad person. We don't know anything about him really. We know that he yeah. we know he has a drug problem. That's all we know about him. Yeah, and he seems like he might be kind of a douche, but the I think the movie does a good job at like like I found myself losing empathy for these people uh, a little bit where I'm like, "Come on, do the job, Mandy. Yeah, do the job and get uh, out." Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You're, like you're almost rooting for her. <laughs> And then you sort of remember, you're like, oh, wait, they, they didn't do anything to deserve this. No, she, they're she, kind of jerks. She, but murdered, that's it. she murdered the fuck out of these people. Yeah. For some scumbag uh, stepson that just wants right. his inheritance early. Well, uh, in the ultimate twist, she, Sean Bean survives. Doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Despite she, her she best efforts. fucks his ass up. Yeah. So... <laughs> He has he has like a dinner party, yeah. uh, and she has to um, set up a motive at the dinner party. Mm-hmm. And so Sean Bean's already a dick to him, so she just pretends to get drunk and like accost Sean Bean. And I think he, as he's getting dragged out, 
she shouts like, "I'm a giant! I'm a giant!" And yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, she, as this guy, she's shouting, "You can't step on me! I'm a fucking yeah. giant!" It's perfect because yeah. the I think this is where you start gaining sympathy is um is she you realize she's not just killing these people she's ruining their lives yeah like their legacies their reputations this guy will always be known as a murderer mm-hmm. uh who flipped out over a dumb reason yeah a, a, a pathetic grasping murderer who yeah killed his fiance and his fiance's father and himself for like right. because he felt emasculated by his status in the relation like it's like yeah, yeah. it's it's man this it's this guy is gonna go down in history as like the worst piece of shit and he didn't do any of this and he didn't do any of it <laughs> and so that i think that's what's <clears throat> where you again it's very funny because like in real life i would immediately have sympathy because it's real life where it's like yeah don't kill people mm-hmm. uh but when you start a movie you're always kind of if the, when they introduce a protagonist you know like i think of inception where they're like doing mind crimes immediately and you're like yeah do those mind crimes and you don't really know the context Mm-mm. like i'm pretty sure their partner gets murdered at the beginning right uh th- yeah uh, the kid from witness yeah <laughs> it sure seems like ken watanabe uh has him has him has disappeared him yeah <laughs> but then we're just like yeah go leo do it mind yeah, we, crime we never think about him again nope or the morality <laughs> of it because it's and I almost think that's kind of a statement on this in this movie is like this. I, I was immediately like, just like, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Mind crimes. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do some mind crimes. And then you realize how horrifying they are. And yeah. Like, oh. It comes out like it uh, once again, like in the, in the beginning when she just uh, massacres that dude. <laughs> yeah um they give her a pistol again and they're just like you just shoot shoot them and then shoot yourself and then we'll get you out um but instead (laughs) she grabs a fire poker and beats sean bean to a pulp and then stabs him in the mouth with it yep through the mouth through the mouth doesn't keep him down and uh he's too sean bean yeah yeah he's too sean bean they really sean bean him up to yeah is like i believed it when he survived because she comes in as the guy and like sits down the gun and sean bean's just like i'm going to bed yeah he's like what <laughs> he, like, he says what is this yeah he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> he's been mind crimed before or something yeah he doesn't give a shit and then yeah fire poker fucking and then this poor woman the last thing she sees is her boyfriend stabbing her father in the mouth having impaled her father's head with yep. the fire poker and then she shoots at her she gets away but bleeds out and so no uh, uh he, well uh, in that's in that scene she uh, mandy as this guy shoots her twice in the shoulder in the back as she runs out of the kitchen yeah. and then she's crawling down the hallway and right. mandy, she's bleeding out she's bleeding. bleeding out and then mandy shoots her in the head yeah, they do a good job with like, yeah, you're not going to get far with that gunshot, even if it's in the shoulder. No, I mean, the, well, the other one was right in the center the of other, her back. Yeah, the other like, one's not it's good. Like, oh, the other one is, you're fucking yeah, dumb. very much not yeah, good. Yeah. And so that's this, this, this woman who didn't, as far as we know, didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. And, like, all, and we, I, all we've seen of her is be very concerned for her fiance, because she's like, yeah. she can tell something's wrong with him, and she gets upset that he's not telling her what's going on, and we know it's because... It's not her, her fiance. It's some other, some, some strange murder woman right. in his brain. 
Yeah. <laughs> he later describes her as a parasite, and you're like, yeah, you're right. Because mm-hmm. the realization is he's going through a completely different horror movie. Yeah. Uh, but what he said, and- what he says to uh, uh, other Sutherland, Otherland, Otherland, is, is yeah. kind of an interesting point. That that's sort of like the ultimate point of the movie. Um, is he's like you get when he's talking about the parasite. He's like, what happens if you know your wife gets a worm and that worm gets in her brain and she starts doing things because of the worm, but you don't really know if it's her or the worm. Who did you marry? Did you marry her? Or did you marry the worm? Right. And that's kind of the question of the movie because we don't see her until she's so deteriorated that she has to rehearse her interactions with her family and like yeah is struggling to maintain human connection. Yeah. And again, I, like I enjoy Inception, but it does feel like he watched Inception. He saw Leo with his stupid mind elevator and stuff. Mm-hmm. And his like, his like, his like hot wife fantasies and stuff. And was like, that's not rock bottom. I'll show you rock bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's what it, if it's not, this isn't the same as Inception, but it just has the same feeling. Mm-hmm. of like you know mind crimes weird tech plugging into people um but it's so much more real feeling and grittier feeling because they're like no this is gonna take a massive toll on you uh and so like yeah this woman basically they they establish it at the beginning she goes to shoot herself and has to be killed by the police because she's having trouble killing the the marks when she's possessing them yeah she can't she's losing control like you said where it's yep. it's not that she doesn't want to it's that the people she's possessing don't want to mm-hmm. uh and so yeah stabbing sean bean killing and then she has the same problem she can't do it and that's where it like corrupts her and this guy kind of starts getting back control of his brain yeah and so he goes on the run and he's just like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck yeah and he's trying to figure it all out and he goes to a mutual friend's house uh and then and then another friend shows up and turns out to be another person who's been incepted um mind crimed uh and that person um helps him is like we're gonna do a procedure we're gonna recalibrate your brain uh and that's during that recalibration in a wonderful visuals oh yeah this is one of the coolest segments of the movie yeah yeah the way the recalibration works is like it's like shutting on and off yeah and so every time it's on, it goes into her like her subconscious, which is like the same room but a different color, and then keeps shutting off in a pulse. And then as you see, as it's doing it, you can see the real guy slowly approaching in the background. Yeah. And then he gets on her and crushes her head, and turns her into like a rubber mask because it's all in the brain. Yeah. And fucking puts the mask over his face, and you realize, <clears throat> uh oh. Yeah. Uh, and then he starts going through her memories. Yep. And, with and that learns mask about, on yeah yeah and learns about her family the yeah. mask is what you see in the the poster of course mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's very leatherface yeah and so and then we learn that he she also shot the the woman he came to the house of yeah well, uh, while, so she's like while the guy was in control oh what, oh you're right i yeah, thought it's it, well, it doesn't well, it flash back and forth uh, not one not once he puts the mask on Okay. And so, like, we stick with him in the mask going through her memories, and then she comes to in the guy's body on the bed with blood all over her, and and, sh- and, and she has shot uh, Eddie, the guy who came to recalibrate her. Right. And uh, the implication is that that happened 
while the guy was back in control of his own body. Because we see flashes of it. Well, what about the, the woman in the shower? I thought she killed the woman in the shower. I think she kills the woman in the shower, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I was... But that's before. Was, okay, yeah. That's before But she figures sh- it out. Yeah. He f- sees it later, right? I think so. Although we, we sort of see it before, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. It's a real mind yeah. fuck of a movie. Yeah, it's a real Cronenberg film. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real Cronenberg shit. Yeah, before we continue, I... I, I uh, have you watched a lot of Cronenberg recently, David Cronenberg? Mm-mm. Not recently. I haven't either. I watched The Fly fairly recently. I need to talk to someone who's really knows Cronenberg because this isn't a hit. This is actually a good thing. This didn't feel like it was directed by David Cronenberg. It felt like it was a remake of a Cronenberg film or. I don't know, directed by the son of David Cronenberg. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel like the same filmmaker, but the visuals are very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want I don't want Jacob Dylan trying to do Bob Dylan's voice, you know? <laughs> yeah, get that shit right on out of here. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it felt like Brendan Cronenberg's his own film. Yeah, and he's like what he's he's like an artist, right? That's what he does ah. most of the time, I think. Oh man, probably right, now I gotta look that shit up. Yeah, I'm sure he's exhausting. All the Cronenbergs, I'm sure they're exhausting, or maybe they're great people. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Cronenbergs' lives, but like, if they're anything like David Lynch, I wouldn't want to hang out with them for very long. It'd be like, oh man. Uh, okay, no, he's just a director and. And screenwriter, okay. but he did a great uh, job. The, the other, just... the other Cronenberg is is a photographer and director. Got it. Yeah, he did. A, he did a fantastic job, and I especially liked that. Again, I haven't watched a Cronenberg in a while, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, well, people will be like, "No, it's exactly like Cronenberg," but it didn't feel like a Cronenberg film from my memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I want to examine that more. Yeah, I should go back and watch some shit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he's taking control of her, and he starts casing her life the way she did to him Mm -hmm. in his own body, and um, he, like, stalks stalks her child, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, acted real stranger danger at this kid. The dad calls the kid in, and for good reason. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's wearing bloody sweatpants. Is he? (laughs) Yeah. There's blood on his sweatpants. Yeah, you you don't want your kid talking to that that guy. (laughs) Meanwhile, when do we see Sean being in the hospital? He looks so angry. Um, It's it's, it's, um, after... It's when the guy Eddie shows up at the apartment, stuns her and knocks her out and then hook in between that shot oh, okay. and her waking up on the bed hooked to the recalibration machine. We get a glimpse of Sean of just angry Sean Bean in a wheelchair in the hospital with an eye patch Which is, with an eye patch. Yeah, because he got his eye beaten out of his skull. Yeah. In those shots, we see him see her. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know what that means either. Um, um, my unless, one theory. Unless it's he knows what the deal is yes either he knows he's been mind crimed mm-hmm. or i was thinking maybe she did go fiz- finish the job i don't think they, so yeah they it's kind of in, it's kind of again going back to the inception thing because they blue ball you where like 
you start the film kind of because they show her casing and you assume you're watching the main character. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, yeah, you're, you, part of you wants her to succeed because that's the main character. Yeah. And And then she doesn't get what they want. Yeah. She doesn't actually succeed either. Nope. I'm pretty sure. Mm -mm. Uh, So it's like left very much in the air. So he, he goes to her family's uh, apartment, breaks in uh, and starts freaking out on the, on, on her husband. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's when we get the parasite thing. He's talking about cat shit, and I think about that all the time. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Um, and because yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't quite understand what's happening. He knows that he keeps seeing this woman. Like he knows he keeps seeing Mandy. He knows that she's doing something to him. He knows that he's not entirely in control. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't quite have all the information, so he's like demanding to know where she is, and like, right? Does do you really know this woman who's your wife? Like, do you think of he like he keeps saying? Do you think of her as a predator? Yes, that was great. Yeah, because he's yeah he's trying to figure it out. Yeah, he doesn't quite know what's happening. Yeah, and, I love the cal. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. oh, this was kind of an aside. I love when they have to calibrate. By the way, where they put the thing in their head and they like cry and mm-hmm. smile and shit because mm-hmm. they're like fucking with their brain. Yep, that was great. Yeah, that was that was pretty grim. <laughs> yeah, what a great fucking idea. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? Um, Virus, I've, Mandy, in the house. I forget. <laughs> okay. Well, basically, Mandy shows back up, and he, he's saying, he's talking to her, and she's like, he says something like, I'll kill him. You know, he's like, he knows she's in there. Yeah, but yeah, and then she starts fucking with him, and then this is ultimately kind of a question that we don't really necessarily know the answer to. Um he's like you made me do those things and she's like no i didn't like you right. did you did those things um and then you're you're kind of like maybe he did we don't really know we don't know how it works yeah we don't really know who was in control when that happened yeah um uh, uh and then he's like yeah i'll kill him and she and she what does she say she says it's like it's what i've always wanted or something something she basically calls him out she she's or she's basically like i don't give a fuck yeah like yeah uh and then the husband attacks him uh gets doesn't he gets the gun he shoots away him from yeah him. he shoots him yeah uh, but then uh that didn't work out <laughs> no not at all <laughs> he takes a knife and he really cronenbergs that husband up. oh dave you're being gentle by saying it's a knife is it a is it like a butcher it was a cleaver a cleaver yeah uh (laughs) cuts off his fingers it's real it's real gnarly and then just fucking hacks him into hamburger with it yep and then just just the third time in the film where he's just absolutely punishing someone and just well and just like the goddamn earlier things the question of we don't really know who that was yeah um was it her was it him? I think that's. In, I think in that moment it's him because they definitively show us a few times. Uh, like, okay, so I'm gonna maybe retract what I said earlier about we don't necessarily know who committed the murders in the house. Well, actually, maybe no. That is still a good question. There's some blurred lines. There's in some this blurred for sure. lines because when he when he shoots the woman in the shower, uh, it flashes to Mandy. Mandy's standing there with the gun. So it's like, yes. okay, she's in control. Um, when he hacks the husband up it's still him um right but as he's leaning against the the kitchen island he gets stabbed in the neck and he just reflexively shoots and, it, and it's revealed that he just shot her little boy the, the kid 
that seemed like it was her. And, and then we show it, it is her. It seemed like it was him right there, but then as he's standing there looking like a little gremlin bleeding from a, a gunshot wound in yep. the chest, it cuts back over and it's Mandy again. And she like, she like angrily screams and shoots him like four more times. She sure does. Yep. I mean, the first, the first bullet will do it. Yeah. But like those others. Yeah. So yes, that's what happens is, um, mm-hmm. well, before that she slices up the husband and then is like, I'd like, to, like get me out. Get me I want to get yeah. out. And tries to shoot herself again and still can't. Yeah. So that's interesting because it means that like that guy that's in her still has the will to live. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah. And then someone stabs her in the neck, reflexively shoots, turns out to be her little boy. Uh, ador- <laughs> they got an adorable kid for it. Yeah. And then she finishes the murder. <laughs> yep. And then, but well, this was, was interesting. It's the kid standing there like a zombie having gotten shot and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. Then she murders them. The kids lying on the ground. Their their blood is like slowly touching, which was real, real, real pretty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the boy says, "Get me out." Yeah. As well, she wakes up finally, having died in back in her mind crime facility, mm-hmm. and her boss. Yeah, it's Jen- Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Yeah, is mind crimeing right next to her, imp- implying that she was the child. Yeah, she she mind crimed her son in order to get her out, and that yep. that last image of their blood touching it pans out. Um, their blood has formed the butterfly. You're right, mm-hmm. because yeah, when she gets the last shot of the movie is her going through her personal effects again to sort of like reorient herself the the the, the decompressing or whatever. Um. And she gets to the butterfly and she tells the same story. She's like, I killed this when I was a kid and I mounted it. But then she doesn't say I felt bad about it and I still do. Right. Like, because that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it for her empathy. The end of her empathy. <laughs> yep. And there was, a, and there, that, was a, there was a through line in the film where like Jennifer Jason Lee was tells her that she's prepping her to be her replacement. Yes, um, and that like she was like, "Why you still have this nagging thing with your family?" You yeah, have to let go yeah. Of it. It's it's clear she wants to get rid of Mandy's family, <laughs> right? Um, and that and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why this has a ninety three from critics and a sixty from uh, audiences on Rotten Tomatoes. I think <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's it's people, a it's a real downer of an ending. It is, um, but it's that. It's the thing we've talked about this about other uh, movies like this, where it's such a piece of art mm-hmm. that I don't feel bad because I feel like I'm looking at a painting. Yeah, no, I di- I didn't feel sad when the movie was over. I was just like, no. oh damn. Yeah, it's like <laughs> shit. Yeah, well, fuck me. They really <laughs> went for it, didn't they? <laughs> because, and again, it's 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 just a very interesting idea. Um, for how to tell a, a good old good old fashioned mind crime story mm-hmm. uh that yeah it it's it the 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 mind crimes are taking this they never really explain what's happening to her brain um but it could be as simple as you know she kills people professionally mm-hmm. like there might not even be anything going on with the device that zaps her empathy i don't think yeah i don't i never i never probably psychological yeah i never suspected it was like the the device specifically i suspected it was she's she's killing people obviously that's a part of it but she's spending so much time existing as these other people 
Right. That it's it's erasing her own identity. And it's also because there's something like like when you're when you're an like you haven't seen Bringing Out the Dead, right? No. That's a Scorsese movie based off a book written by an actual EMT in Hell's Kitchen. And the book and the movie are very similar. I've read the book and it's kind of part of it's about the fact that when you spend your entire career watching people at the darkest of moments, these intimate, dark, horrifying moments, you either have to get a new job or learn to stop caring uh, and learn to like callous over the part of your brain uh which isn't to say like i'm sure doctors can have empathy uh but there's still a certain mental separation that has to be done yeah, you, there, have right? to, you have to shut something off yeah anybody who's been to the hospital knows like how kind of cold it is to be there uh you know you're going through a crisis and people other everybody else is at work uh and so she has to live in these bodies in a situation where she has, she like, you can't look away. Like, if you're assassinating someone, normally, you can look at them through a scope or poison their drink. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's so many ways to kill people. Yeah, there's a lot. Folks. Uh, fire poker. Fire poker. meat cleaver. Yeah. yeah, you could build a trap door. Mm-hmm. An elaborate trap um, door. Paint cans. Yeah, paint cans, sure. Yeah, uh, like you sw- Home Alone style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but she has to, part of her job is she doesn't just have to kill these people. She has to be them. Yeah. She has to exist as them. And and calibrate by feeling the emotions within them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like, I love that the first thing she does, by the way, she checks out his package. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) She turns into him and immediately is like, let's see what this dick is. Let's see what this dick do. Yep. I don't want to be surprised by that later. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, so she's in a situation where she can either um, quit the job, lose her mind, or she has to shut off the part of her brain. And that's basically just all empathy mm-hmm. in order to do that. So this is like, I think the idea is we, we follow her. We never see her not when she, like the first assassination, she can't shoot herself. So we start with her in this place where she's not right. Yes. Um yeah and it's the last bit of humanity it feels like fighting back right it's the idea that it's not only that these people can't don't want to kill themselves is that she also can't kill them her will is not stronger than them or however this works yeah i still don't know how it works which when you think about it again in a movie like inception you'd think that'd be a side effect they have no empathy for the people whose dreams they're invading even though they're in an extremely personal part of that person Mm mm-hmm so you'd think they'd have to be, you know, lose their empathy uh, in order to do mind crimes. That's why I really like that this explores that, you know? Yeah. No, I think this is a a really good idea that was well executed for sure. Yeah. Also, I watched this film twice now. Yeah, that's true. Because you watched it last weekend, right? Yeah. And I'm surprised that it wasn't a movie that I was like, oh, I can't watch this a second time um yeah no this is a movie i could see watching again yeah yeah because they deal with all the mind crimes and the psychology of it Mm -hmm. but then they're like um here's a guy beating sean bean with a poker for a while and you're like oh okay wailing on his ass yeah (laughs) it really is we joked about how like yeah the movie is just the quest to kill sean bean and we didn't know the ultimate twist is that sean bean lives 
Yeah. Yeah, he sure does. He gets fucked up. But Yeah. Yeah, at the end he's just like an old angry cat. It's great. <laughs> A half blind cat. Yeah. Where you can tell like they're like they're ninety in cat years and they've been in a million they just fights. Don't care anymore. Yeah, just and it's pissing just like, on all the furniture. <laughs> anything you do to him just makes him stronger somehow. A fucking maniac, Sean yeah. Bean. <laughs> just a shitty old cat. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh fuck. What do you think of uh Mandy? Um, I like her. She's really uh I mean she had a career before Mandy. She's been around mm-hmm. since two thousand five. But like it's funny is that you know how there's like, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, like Scream Queen, stuff like that. Yeah. I like that she's like that for just really fucked up movies. Like not like not like uh not like horror necessarily. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like they're like, okay, so what you're going to do in this scene is see this guy comes out and he rips your face off and he wears it like a mask. She's like, I know what it's like to act with wearing a mask. Don't worry. I, I, like, <laughs> look, I, this isn't my first rodeo. Like, yep. okay, so we're going to hang you upside down and you're going to be in this big swirling room and you're kind of underwater. Like, I get it. I get it. You don't have to explain it to me. Yeah. I know the score here. Yeah. I'm, yeah. She's just like, she's in every, like all these, all these filmmakers who are like experimental film school type filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, she's got a lot of movies coming up. Yeah, for sure. I hope one of them's normal. <laughs> I don't know. Where's the fun in that? But yeah, yeah. she did the grudge. Yeah. She was in the grudge, the, yeah. new, the new grudge, which wasn't great, but had a couple of really good scenes in it. Apparently she's in Waco. She is in Waco. Yeah, I just watched that uh, oh, recently. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I just... Sorry. Now I'm looking at um, Mr. Cronenberg, and he did a movie called Antiviral already. Mm-hmm. I think I said this was his first film, but it looks like it's not. No, yeah. Antiviral was his first film. This is his I second, I think I watched that shit. Yeah, he's in a lot of shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't have much else to say about this movie. Uh, yeah, not really. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely worth watching, um, for sure. If you like David Cronenberg, yes, watch this. If you're like, I see, I get the people, if they, if you're out there like, I want to watch a horror movie, I wouldn't, this is a horror movie in that it's horrific. Yeah. But it's, you know, a Cronenberg film. So in, be prepared to be upset uh it's an ups- it's a it's a movie designed to be upsetting yes uh if you are immune to that you know if you put on the movie like begotten to go to sleep then you'll be fine yeah i don't know uh, why you would do that but- I don't know. <laughs> i'm just saying i, I want to make it very clear to people what kind of movie this is yeah this isn't a movie you watch with friends no um <laughs> this is yeah. one you're gonna want to kind of kind of watch on your own yeah, I honestly didn't find like I say it's an upsetting movie, but like we said, like I wasn't like depressed or because I think the movie did a very good job at presenting the realization of like like this is it's weird to say because a child dies, mm-hmm. but there's a sense of justice in the film mm-hmm. where you when you realize she's not the good guy and then her life falls apart. Yeah. Um, the the injustice is the realization that she is beyond help at the end. Yeah. 
that is her arc. Uh, so like it's the, when you realize she's the bad guy, it's a little easier to swallow, but mm. it's still, still pretty it's messed still, up. Yeah. It's still a fucking wild ass movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, you, you're paying a ticket to a Cronenberg film. Yeah. Anything with the name Cronenberg attached to it, you kind of know a little bit of what you're going to get. It's going to be fucked up. Yeah. The, the most, the most, the most wholesome you'll get is like Gina Davis getting impregnated by a fly, you know? Yep. Just that's the most birthing wholesome. a maggot in a, in a yeah. nightmare scene. Yeah. That's, that's as wholesome as the Cronenberg family gets. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is uh, pretty wholesome, pretty wholesome. I'll I say mean, it. I'll say it. A little Let's baby, a little, little, little baby, little baby, yeah. little baby maggot. A little baby maggot, a little baby. <laughs> oh man, it's not that much body horror. I would say it wouldn't. It wasn't gross. It's, no, I mean, no, it not is really. body there's horror, a, there's a, but it's there's like, a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah, the first shot was definitely felt Cronenberg when the the waitress um, that she's possessing sticks a needle in the top of her head, and it was like ah Cronenberg. <laughs> hey there, hey now. That was actually the part I flinched the most at, not the the not the slaughtering of a child. Uh, is that needle? Yeah, um, I get it. I get it. Fuck that kid. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I like the kid. He was. Oh yeah, that's that. They did a thing when he has the robot at the beginning, and he's like, "Look, I can make it dance." Yep. And it's like, "Oh, possessor!" And then he gets shot to death. Symbolism. <laughs> You're gonna be the robot yeah. later, child. The tables will turn, sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, fuck it. Yeah, people check it out. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and if you need to see more uh, children get murdered, watch The Good Son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, Macaulay Culkin gets splattered on. A... Yeah, he gets dropped off a mountain. That movie's brutal. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> To, to do a double feature, yeah, Possessor yeah. and the Good Son. Do a double feature. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think that's enough. Dave, why don't you tell yeah. them what we got going on? Yeah, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. This is all uh, correct. We have, yeah, we have tiers where you can watch movies with us every Friday night. We tend to not watch Cronenberg films. We haven't yet, I don't think. I think we're pretty... We're, we, we try to be diplomatic in the movies we watch right uh which isn't to say we don't watch really gory shit mm-hmm. uh but we try the, the the key word there is try yeah um yeah it's all fine we also have a uh store tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed you can get t-shirts masks mugs stickers uh posters all kinds of stuff uh check that out Honestly, uh, we don't have this ability, but if you need somebody to do a mind crime for you, mm-hmm. I'm not against it. Yeah. Like, I do a, I do a mind crime. Listen, Would you do a mind crime, Tom? Uh, you know, if the price was right, yeah. Yeah. I'd mind probably, crime I'm, the shit out of someone. Man, I assume she's making money. What if she's making, like, minimum wage <laughs> to do mind crimes? I assume it's a lot. Yeah, but these days, like, you could... I bet there's a lot of, like intern mind crimers and like you know what i mean where it's like we're paying you in mind crime experience yeah maybe yeah if we're paying yeah. you an exposure they're calling task rabbit being like we need you to do a mind <laughs> crime for us crime. <laughs> we need you to jump in sean bean's uh yeah. like son-in-law 
I think I think real quick murder for hire is always going to be kind of expensive because there's a, there's a level of discretion that you're paying for. Sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. But I mean, also Task Rabbit. I like it. I like a task where they're like, "We'll pay you eight bucks an hour. You got to do this mind crime." Sure, I'll stretch this thing out. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>